What's up, buddy? Good evening and welcome. Were you going to try to evening. accent? I was going to try to do the accent like our, our beautiful, beautiful, beautiful host. Good evening and welcome to the Carnival Cruise Ship. Oh, your host from... Yeah. Now you're already jumping ahead. I there did jump ahead. Always jumping ahead. Welcome, everybody, to the Contagion welcome. Effect, where we love to talk to... Our veterans talk about mental health, talk about their stories, share them because we hopefully want to impact somebody else's life. And Sharon's caring, so get on it. But not a Karen. Sharon is caring. Sharing is caring. Is caring, not Sharon is caring. Sharon, bro, I just came back from Long Beach. They don't even finish their word. No. So, (laughs) I'm having a stroke. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm having a stroke. You're having a stroke. No, No, it's not because I'm fully vaccinated. So I have a higher worse. risk of it. Even worse, Caleb. <laughs> Tell me. Since you I'm sorry, Mikey. Week, I apologize. You had an eventful week. How was your week, buddy? Our week was awesome. Um, we went on a cruise. We drove down to Long Beach. The port of Long Beach. And we got on a Carnival Cruise Line ship. And I already forgot what the name of it was. And I can't remember what it was. But it was fun. We went to. We were supposed to go to Catalina, right? But some lady. The Santa Ana winds were so strong, and the undercurrent wouldn't let the little dinghy. Like this is the this is the cruise ship, uh-huh. and the little dinghy was like this, like literally, could he? They, they couldn't even. And when he did butt up, it was like this. It just kept moving. So they deemed it unsafe, right? Oh, that's why. Allegedly. Allegedly. They deemed it unsafe because you know safety rules. Wait, so you guys at have the to Carnival go on Cruise to a Line. smaller ship? Yeah, Catalina doesn't have a port. Oh, for yeah. for the cruise, yeah, for the for the big boats. What's up, Gary? Hi, Gary. Surprised he's even watching. Yeah, so they don't have a port technically, just for the right. little dinghies. Right. And so we waited for an hour, then we waited for two hours, and they're like, hey, listen, like we're just gonna cruise out. We're gonna go out and go to Ensenada. Hopefully get back on Wednesday. And so as we're watching and reading the news, we're like, yeah, some chick went crazy and shot her husband and was like running around. We're like, what? So Holding hostages yeah. on Catalina. And and, and I, again, because I'm so squirrel, I didn't even tell you about I'm so forward. I'm also fast forwarded. And so when we got to Long Beach, we got there on Sunday night because right. the boat didn't leave till till Monday morning. So there was the shooting for, for Chinese, Park. yeah, in Monterey Park, uh, uh, the Chinese, Chinese New Year. It was on Sunday. Yeah. And so we were literally like 25 minutes from that. And then we drove up to have dinner. And so we were, you know, we weren't really putting two and two together. And I'm like, hey, listen, like, like literally like 10 minutes up the roads where that shooting was. And so then we had that shooting. Then we come back and, and, and the whole Catalina thing. So we were floating around. Tano. And then we hear about freaking Half Moon Bay at the at the mushroom farm. Yeah. Like, dude, like I've been there before. Like, like we both, pick up there both for work. All Asian on Asian and older Asian guys. Yeah. Don't two year old in Monterey Park and like sixty something in, in Half Moon Bay. I'm telling you, uh, society is just it, it's out of control, man. It it's is. out of control. I, hey, Mong Zhuang. One in Oakland that? too. See, I didn't even hear about the one. In, yeah. I didn't even hear about that but one. People, I don't think, I don't think anybody died, but there was like six or seven people shot. So in three days in California, we had 
Dude, I, I mean, two, 44 hours, we had three mass shootings. Dude, here. mental health is just crazy, out of control. Well, it's because we need to start talking about yeah. it sooner, which we've talked about. Um, All yeah, right, so, so let's, let's – so Catalina so, didn't quite work So we out. do – so we so we leave the day. You have a day at sea, which was supposed to be in Catalina. Mm-hmm. So they have the casino and all the food and the food and the wine and the drinks and the – I did not have one beer on the cruise. I had what? rum runners. I had I there was tequila. white wine or something. I said, well, yeah, but even no, like it was very frowned upon. But our hostess was awesome. So if you spend enough money in the casino, they'll give you a free steak dinner and right. or all you, whatever you want to eat at the steakhouse, okay. which is cool. And you know we're like three for three on that for cruises. So you know, hey, so <laughs> Colin Colin Bloom just sent me an email that just popped up on my screen. Apparently they knew I just came off a cruise. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know what Colin Broom is, go look it up. It's awesome. Um, not a sponsor of the Contagious Infection. But, yeah, so we cruise out. We go to Ensenada. Um, Brooklyn actually set up a massage off-the-ship massage, honest-to-goodness, straight. Like, know what you sickos think. But legit picked us up from the boat, took us to the, their establishment. In Ensenada. In Ensenada, we walked around. We had some tequila. We had some uh, margaritas. And they girls didn't like the margaritas, but we, Frank A. and I, we enjoyed the. Uh, yeah, he got na- he got labeled as Frank A. Yeah, Frankie Anthony. So okay. yeah, shout out to Frank Anthony, Paula. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Thank no, you. it was dope. It's all a write off. We didn't go I don't to know how. yeah. <laughs> it's all a write off. Talk to Gary. Yeah. Next oh no, it's that. De- oh, well, hey. Next year's tr- Trust me. Um, just, just for reference that I made 20 grand less than last year. So I have to go back to the truck. I was told, so we're going to make more money next year. So yeah, yeah. So you good times, good free, times. Free yeah. And what's great is on the carnival, this is a shout out to carnival and I can only shout out carnival because I know that they do that. They do a veterans, you know, the, the, the return day at sea. Mm-hmm. So it's usually leave port, uh, you know, float over to your first port right and then your second port then a day at sea to come back and on that day at sea they do they always do like a veterans um they do a veterans table is what they call it okay. it's about a half hour three o'clock three to three thirty then three thirty to four they do a, a like an hour show basically for veterans and i'm about to go buy american veterans first and get some more stars because that was going to be cool. Out. Well, I have some. I had, you know, so, yeah, I'm talking to different guys. And every time I saw a guy in a hat, I'm like, hey, thank you for your service, man. Like, appreciate everything that you did. And now it, it, it's a good little um, reach out, you know. Um, but, no, it's cool. You know, it, it's it's nice to be home. Um, Literally, like, an hour yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we got off we got off the ship about 8 and worked our way up and, you know. So yeah, it, it, it's cool. It's nice to be home. Nice. But yeah, welcome back, buddy. Welcome. How was your week? It was interesting. Yeah. Some of which I can't share. We could talk off off air. Yeah. Because it's not shareable. But uh, I know I'm looking forward to hopefully following up because paparazzi uh, was at the mall. Aiden was getting a haircut, and um, she sat down with uh, a young lady who's actually retired Air Force, and her husband's still in the Marines, oh. active duty, and. They had a great conversation because they ended up being waiting for a while. So it was probably like 45 minutes to an hour. So she's – I got to figure out what who's got what information, and hopefully we could talk to her because she sounds like she's got a great show or a great uh, story. 
along with their husbands. So, so speaking of not as exciting, it's always exciting to get out there and network, though. But speaking of exciting stories, what's that? We've got a really good one today. Oh, yeah. And it's a, I don't want to say a rollover from last week, but she joined us for a little bit last week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you well, do we gotta, the intro. We got to well, we get into all Yeah, after we stuff. do our other stuff. And but yes, it is. It's a cliffhanger. My mic's still too low, Gary. I was turning it down because we're we're dealing with movement in the studio. Mike got a new toy. And uh, Carlos, greetings. So, Mikey with that being toy. said, let's. I didn't get a new toy, but well, yeah. Change things. Let's hear from Gary since since we're let's hearing from him in the comments. This is for you since you're listening. Eric Mello, you need to call T. Do not call Gary. Because if there, there's a Facebook post that very much says follow directions, you need to call T and get scheduled. That is, I okay, I you won't do call. that. You need to call. But I've, I've called like two months ago. Oh, oh, Gary. I, I called like two months ago. When, we need when to get, you need to call T. You probably called Gary and Gary. No, I talked to T like four different times because oh, right. because I was bumped from my original we date. We get you on on the. We got to get yeah, you on. The, it's on in the February book. actually. All right, but hey, we tried. We tried. All right, hey, so we so. need to keep going. Calling me out on the. I, well, Gary said, <laughs> "Hey, remind oh, Eric. Man. Remind Eric." Oh man, I am on the book. What's dude? up, Warriors and Rodeo? We are about to talk to someone special with you guys, so we can't wait. Unless that's unless that's Sherry playing with us right now from behind the scenes. Um, let's get into our intro and then get to our guest. Yeah, the times and places they may change, but one thing stays the same. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I'm you said you want me to do the intro? Yeah, I do it because I'm all. Yeah, go ahead. You're all mad at me now? Well, no, I'm not mad. No, mad but I mean. You could be mad at Gary. Dude, <laughs> I'm I, just kidding. I've had these taxes set up for like two months because we've I don't talked about them so much. <laughs> so we're going to. We, yeah. We'll have to follow up. I have a little follow up here. I'm going to call my secretary Gary, right now. Gary, he's supposed to that. be on the books, buddy. All right. With all that being said, we are very excited. So last week, as Eric was alluding to, uh, we had one of our uh, one of our guests. They had a friend on the show uh, who was actually commenting, uh, named Tonto nine zero seven, who's already <laughs> commented today, and started talking about warriors and rodeo, and then talking about this this young lady Sherry Smith, 
who then joined our uh, the commenting, and then we Live. Uh, Eric sent her the link <laughs> and and near the end of our show, which was two and a half hours long last week. Beautiful. Uh, Sherry had the opportunity to join us, and w- we didn't get to you know due diligence by her uh, with with already having a long show. So we wanted to get her on and let her tell the story about herself because she is a Navy veteran and Warriors and Rodeo. So uh, let's get started and welcome Miss Sherry Smith. How are you? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. Am I louder now? Everybody's been saying I was quiet, so I, I tried turning it down, but apparently, and I have a really loud voice too. So. It sounds great. Thank sounds you. great on the send. Well, welcome to the Contagion <laughs> Effect. Uh, we are happy to have you. And it's it's just us and you now. So uh, this will be all about you. This is your show. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. We like to start uh, just to kind of get to know you and let the audience know you and know you know where you came from and and uh, a little bit of your backstory before we get to Warriors and Rodeo and the great story you have to tell there. So, um, Sherry, where did you where did you grow up? Northern Wisconsin, up in the Northwoods. Okay. So Northern we uh, were chopping wood and and uh, hunting and fishing and freezing. Yep. Yes. Yep. Lots of fishing. Did you do ice fishing? Oh yeah, my dad had the world record northern pike through the ice. So really. That's yes, cool. it was See, bigger than me. I was a young girl. We don't ask those questions. We don't learn. Those I love things. it. I love it. <laughs> That's why I ask yep. So, yeah. We know you were a Navy veteran. Uh, so mm-hmm. when did you make the decision to join the Navy? Well, it was in my family. I had lots oh, of okay. uh, my father, my grandfather, my great grandfather uh, for generations served. And I didn't have anyone else in my generation in the family that signed up. And so I felt it was my duty to represent my family. But also I joined around the first the beginning of the first Gulf War. Okay. And I was very gung ho growing up in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. You're raised pretty tough. And so my dad taught me I could do anything and I really thought I could. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so, um, I wanted to go fight. I wanted to go overseas. And of course, the military is not going to let me back then. You know, this was in 91 and, uh, kind of ages me a little bit, but, um, so, um, I became a linguist and, um, I, I was a Syrian, uh, was where I started was a Syrian dialect. So then at least I could have still, you know, done something with that. But of course, how it is in the military, you know, you meet your, your, a person you going to marry within the first two months of serving and you get married and everything changes all your plans. Uh, At least two months, if not sooner, two weeks is the average, I think. And then usually the divorce rate is about two months later. So, but him and I were still together. Yeah. Yeah, Over 30 years now we put up with each other. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But yeah, so I joined during the first Gulf War and of course it ended so quickly, thankfully. Mm -hmm. And um, so I stayed in. Um, My husband was also in the Navy. He was a linguist. Um, We started having kids and that point um, they were going to send me out to sea a lot. And my husband also. So I got out and he stayed in. And um, so, yeah, that's my military history. I'm really thankful I got to serve my country. I love the Navy. Go Navy, beat Army. And, uh, (laughs) oh, yeah, I was on my my son's in the Army. I was on at Fort Campbell uh, when the Army-Navy game was happening. I was like, I am, where's my Navy hat? We're going to the club, and I'm going to be like, go Navy! And I did at least in the bowling alley. I didn't get to go to the club or anything. That's that's funny. It was fun. So how long were you in? 
Just four years. Just the four years? Okay. Yep. Yep. And then, well, even though not just, but. Yeah. Well, I, I corrected it. There was a gentleman that was uh, in the National Guard. Oh, I just did eight years. Mike. Like, first of all, I, yeah, it's one of those things that, like, oh, see? We're so confused. Just, sorry. Speaking. Um, yeah. yeah, it's the just thing. It's like, no, man, you sign your name two, yeah. four, six, eight, nine, well, and, whatever. Right, exactly. And if you're, so, were you on ships? You said? No, no, I never did go. Okay. Yeah, and I wanted to go. I wanted to go to sea really bad until I had kids, and <laughs> then I just. Thing, boo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I was like your chauffeur. <laughs> A lot of Marines have more sea time than Navy people sometimes. Yeah, well, I mean, the Marines are part of the Navy. A little bit. Uh, the men's department. <laughs> I've heard that joke a million times. <laughs> uh, we, we, we hear all of it sometimes, depending on who we have on. So. Oh uh, yeah, I can take it all. <laughs> so being a linguist, that means uh, so you learned Assyrian, so you were. Speaking well, I started Iraq. there. Well, I started as a um, Arabic linguist, and then when I met my husband, he was a Spanish linguist. So, out of bad circumstances my father had a heart attack and a stroke and so i had to go home and if you missed more than three days of school you got set back you got rolled back so oh, wow. when i came back um i wasn't able to join my class again and so since my husband was or soon to be husband was spanish they went ahead and put me in spanish because i already knew it and so um then we both were spanish linguists and um so uh yeah so it was great i loved it my husband jokes he's um from North Florida, Southern Alabama. And he's like, why on earth did they make him a linguist? He can barely speak English. Like he was, he says his, his recruiter. Oh yeah. I don't know how, just he's good at numbers. So when he right. took the language test, he could figure it out. But the recruiter made it sound like he was going to be like, you know, some uh, undercover operative and all this garbage. And he, I mean, it was like, what, what is this job? Spanish linguist. Yeah, you know, but he got to do some cool stuff. He got to go to sea and and um, do some some neat stuff. But uh, yeah, so I I loved being a linguist. Um, I really wanted to go twenty years, become an officer. But once I had kids, I realized that um, I just needed to focus on being a mom and be a good mom. So that it worked out well for me, and I, so I got to do both. And now I get to serve those who serve. So. That's pretty I mean, awesome. You took, it, you took it to another level now. So, and we'll, we'll, yeah. get to that. we'll get to that. So I do, I'm interested in the linguist piece. I'm sorry. Uh, just <laughs> what, what exactly does a linguist do? I mean, what, of what you can tell. I mean, maybe there's some well, it, yeah, it's top secret, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, what can I tell you? <laughs> I'd say, look it up on the Navy website okay. and read whatever they say there. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a, um, so, you know, we worked for NSA a lot. Oh. Uh, we did do some counter narcotics, okay. uh, you know, uh, so that's a lot of what my husband did cut in circles in the Caribbean. Okay. And, uh, um, so you can just kind of imagine Spanish linguists, top secret, maybe yeah. what we would do. Yeah. And uh, so I love intelligence. I love even like running Warriors and Rodeo. I'm like reading over people's bios and I just love like gathering information and it's, it's just so fun. Against or, you know, or yeah. <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. Oh, yeah. I love it. So a lot of it intelligence. With football, with like football, like high school football, mm -hmm. going and looking up. Okay. Oh, what did, oh yeah, yeah. Just look. I mean, when I'm this kid parent. comes in, what's this kid doing? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Even though I was oh, a I know. parent, I, I wasn't a and, coach, so. and really, that's being an analyst, 
Yeah, you're analyzing data and and for, you know, with intelligence and you're going to disseminate that information to whoever needs it right. in a timely manner. So that's what you do with football. You are taking in the intelligence, analyzing the data, and then disseminating it to your wife or other people that are there at the game. Whether they want to hear it or not, right? I'm, That's I'm again. A of some kind. <laughs> yes, I'm football go. language. Uh, high school football linguist. That's my new title. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so it was a pretty cool job. I liked it. You know, you have to like those things and get into it. Otherwise, like my husband, he was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I, what did I get into? Oh, golly. Yeah, I could tell you guys a funny story if I'm allowed to. But anyways, oh, you're allowed probably... to. This is your show. We don't, we don't have many rules. Well, so we had this piece of equipment in our in our building, and it was connected to places all over the world. And so every, I can't remember if it was every two or four hours, you had to do comms checks, right? So my husband's up there in the middle of the night with his buddy, right? They're working. And my husband was known for his gas. I mean, like my husband is horrible about it. And so he, he farts into this communications equipment in the middle of the night, right? And so this officer gets on there and is like, who is that? Identify yourself. And like anyone's going to actually confess that they farted into this top secret communications equipment. I'm like, that's my husband. Yeah, Go, baby. Are, you know, are so. Are you even in the military or on some kind of communication you line if you don't do something like that? <laughs> Especially as a oh, male, yeah. like, that's got to be, it's, it's like a rite of passage, right? Yeah. Like, I would say yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. That was that's, my husband's known funny. for it. So, so the whole reason, you know, we ended up meeting you last week was uh, due to Warriors and Rodeo. Uh, and yeah. Tonto bringing you up and, and, you know, we were, we were talking with Schaefer and, and Kat and, you know, we had all of our other mm -hmm. guests, Tom and all them on. Um, but when did, so when did Warriors and Rodeo, cause you're a founder, right? You're the president yep. founder. So yeah. she's she the one that started it all. Well, she a bunch of people, I could have a shirt. Doesn't mean Not I found a green it. one. Heck, and this is even my casual one. one. Hold on. I, there's oh, there's a jean jacket one. Hey, but it's not a, a green jean shirt. One. Green means you're like the it. Oh, let me get a drink of water. Yeah. Oh, she, see, now oh man, that's still dinging, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that noise there. I've seen a hat yeah. With a jean jacket uh, with the Warriors yeah. and Rodeo logo. So yeah. when did Warriors and Rodeo come to life? And, and um, why? Yeah, yeah. So, um weird story but i became a sports agent and uh um and i represent rodeo athletes um just from a connection i had that's the route that i went i didn't ever rodeo in my life i mean i rode horses and lived in the country and stuff but that happened to be the the industry that i was able to do this in and i represent world champion in the pbr and multiple i think i got up to 14 clients and uh, it was fun it was great i loved it i loved uh, uh, most of it. I had my butt handed to me more times than I like to admit. I mean, it's a tough industry right. and, uh, you know, they just don't uh, take it easy on anybody, which is fine, but it was, it was tough, but I got through it and, uh, made my way. didn't give up. And, uh, but after a few years, I got real sick of some entitled athletes. You know, they just sometimes they feel like they can just do this little tiny bit, but they should get huge sponsorship. So, hey, I'm going to ride a bull for eight seconds, four times a year. But why aren't you getting me fifteen thousand dollars from a patch on my chaps? 
And then they'd blame me that they don't have these big sponsors when they're not doing their job writing bowls, right? So, so then they want to go around and trash talk me. And I'm like, you know what? I really don't need this in my life. <laughs> I don't need the aggravation. Um, so I kept my clients who were not entitled, who were appreciative and worked hard. And because uh, there's so much more to sponsorship than just competing. I mean, unless you're a top NFL guy or you're just, you know, the golden child of that sport. Yeah, sure. Then you can do whatever you want. But otherwise, you got to work for it. And so I thought, you know what, forget this. I'm going to find some veterans who I can give some of my connections to. And because I think that and I think that's a really good lesson. You know, we all have something that we can do to give back, whether it be for veterans or the elderly. I mean, there's so many great causes, um, but we all have something that we have to give. And so that's what I had. So I found three Army guys who were former bull riders. Um, they were getting ready to get out of the Army. I called them. And it was really funny because like, I'm, I'm just Sherry, you know, I'm nobody special or anything. But they were like, so excited because here this PBR sports agents calling them, which is a, a big right. deal. And um, so it was really neat because I could take my title, my credentials and my connections to really pour into somebody's life and say, hey, you know what, you matter so much that I'm willing to take my time and go to Wrangler and go to all these different companies and get them shirts and a camper and chiropractic care and, you know, just different things like, hey, you know what, this is what I do as an agent. I get all these things and I give all these things and I want to do it for you because you would die for me. And so they told their friends <laughs> and their friends told their friends. <laughs> Next thing you know, there are about 30 guys. And I, oh, wow. I, I joked with them. I said, you know, I really don't want to be responsible for you anymore under my agency. <laughs> and so <laughs> let's start a nonprofit. And because some people wanted to donate. And of course, oh, yeah, Tonto Mike Lee was awesome. And uh, <laughs> I see his comment there. That was my world champion. And um, so... Uh, yeah, Mike was not one of the entitled ones at all. Like he, that guy, that world champion is, was legit and amazing person. But, um, and uh, so uh, we, I started a nonprofit. And uh, so it just kind of developed. We always said that Warriors and Rodeo is what you make of it. Right. So, so, you know, whatever. So, sorry, I want to jump mm -hmm. in real quick. So when you're going to Wrangler, you're setting up a meeting to go talk to them. Hey, listen, this is what we're doing. I've got these veterans. Do you start off with, hey, I got these veterans or do Hey, I'm starting this exactly. rodeo, and they happen to be better. Well, she was already <clears throat> as their agent, but I think I, I see what you're saying is, are you yeah. going to them with, I got these veteran athletes, or? I nope, mean, they don't have to compete. Okay. No, well, all these companies I typically know already. So, yeah. like, I can call up or email, you know, a very professional email, because I'm not buddy-buddy with them, right? right? This is a professional relationship. Right. And can just say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Would you like to partner with us to honor those who serve? And most of them will. And what, what people really like about our organization is we do vet. And, you know, me being in intelligence, I do that myself. So I vet all of our, all the people that sign up with us. Um, there's only a couple that were scammers. Um, we did catch that um, before they got too far into the organization. Uh, but otherwise, we everyone else has been legit. And so uh, they typically send me bios. I call and talk to them personally so I get to know their stories. Um, so it's nice because companies will partner with us because they want to donate, but sometimes they don't know who to trust. Right. 
And so our organization has a really great reputation of trust. And I built that through my agency first. They knew if I brought a client to them, they were worth sponsoring. So like when I would email Wrangler, you know, the head of Wrangler Rodeo knew that if I brought him an athlete that they would want to sponsor him, I'm not going to waste his time. So when I bring him Warriors and Rodeo, he's like, yeah, yep, we want to see what we can do here. So it's, it's an important relationship. Um, and then our organization's amazing. I mean, our members are the best people on earth. Yeah. You know, they, um, yeah, willing to die for my freedom and safety because we do law enforcement, EMS and firefighters also, which makes us unique in that sense too. So, so yeah, so we're able to, um, serve that entire community. When, and we did put up their website. It's, it's obviously warmissions.org. You don't have to type mm-hmm. in www for those of you that still do. Um, just warmissions.org. And there is a lot on their, yeah, their website. There's a, ton a of lot. Like, for me, I was, I was like, man, you guys do so much. And there's so many different directions to go. Uh, I know we talked a little bit before the show. You guys had a podcast. Uh, unfortunately, you went through some health issues, which you got through. So congrats and happy yeah. that you made it through that. Um, but let's talk about you're gonna you're looking to bring the podcast back. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun. Um, we're hoping to to get it back going one a month or, or maybe more. Just start with one a month. Uh, we had uh, the happy hour where we had a couple of our members. They would start off by opening up a beer can and they did their own thing, and I would just record it, and it was just them BSing. Right? <laughs> yep, or like you know when all the the BLM stuff was going on and George Floyd. Um, I got to interview a couple of our uh, members uh, that had a lot to say about that. So that was really neat to get their point of view and very educational for me. And it gave them an opportunity to have a voice and say, you know, this is what it's been like to be black in the rodeo industry, or this is what it was like growing up. So a lot of times it's, it's like you guys know, it's so important to give people a voice because every single person has so much to say if someone will just take time to listen. And so I can't listen to everybody, but, you know, you guys can listen to some, I can listen to some, and we can just, you know, reach as many as we can. And that's kind of how it happened last week, right? Someone hit, someone mm-hmm. listened, and sent, sent a link here, sent a link there, and, and right. that's how I find out that we catch a lot of, of our interviews are, you know, the, the wormhole, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, you get hooked into one site and you're, or just someone's watching or listening and like oh let me click on that or this guy is friends with this one and you know, it, it's just it's nice to internet or nice to interweb with people it is internet right yeah <laughs> internet it, well i like the interweb. interweb i like the interweb because the interweb on the internet is it's amazing you can get lost for hours mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good out there there's there's bad but you know for the most part i mean we've been pretty fortunate we've been on a real good run lately of um, not having to scramble, you know, two minutes before or two minutes after the show starts and figure out what we're going to do. Um, so, again, mm-hmm. you know, thanks for join us, joining us yeah. on the Contagion Effect. And you know, telling the story, is it's important. That's that's the biggest thing is telling the stories to keep them alive. Because mm-hmm. you know, hopefully this will go off, you know, for eternity. That's the goal. So. Well, we had, yeah, we had some great podcasts. Uh, It was before Memorial Day a few years ago. And I interviewed uh, quite a few of our members that had lost somebody in the line of duty. So they got to share their stories. And if you have a chance to go back and listen to those, they are really tough. But the thing is, is we, we um, gave a voice 
we helped, you know, keep their memory alive. And we have something called our, <laughs> I have a lot of dreams for warriors and rodeo <laughs> and one by one, we're doing them. You know how it is. It just takes time and a lot of people, Absolutely. but one of them is our wall of honor. So I'm really excited that we uh, launched the next part of that, of um, honoring those who have died in the line of duty. So we have, um, okay, I got to think here, operation, not forgotten. It's part of Operation Not Forgotten. And uh, so what we do is we have banners that our members can take to rodeos and they can sign the names, uh, the date, the branch, whatever information they have of those who died in the line of duty. And then, and any one of our members can have one of those banners and they can keep it. They can hang it up wherever they want. The point is, is that the names are recorded and then it's supposed to be written on a piece of paper also. So I can add it to our wall of honor that I'll be building on our website. So it's just another way to remember, you know, it's, it's another way. It's beautiful. I do. I, and I wanted yeah. to kick this off. Uh, I pulled the video from YouTube of who you guys are and this video. I mean, the minute I turned it on, I got chills. And mm -hmm. then I kind of I played it for Eric and he's like, dude, I got chills. Yeah, I know, yeah, so I'm definitely. like, I'm like, we have to play this video. I hope you don't mind. Uh, this video is is just so powerful in in kind of telling your guys' story, if you don't mind. Yeah, okay, let's see. So it's, it's about two minutes, 48 seconds. Uh, but I just I felt we wouldn't be doing you honor if we didn't. uh, uh play the video and yes tonto this is this is all just so we're clear it's for uh, our veterans and for first responders so uh, it does go beyond veterans uh, it does go to the the first responders as well so this organization helps a lot of people if they want it you just have to reach out and 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 talk to sherry and her team and and learn more about it if it's something you're mm -hmm. interested in right that's right all Thank right you. let's play this video because it is it is just awesome.
we bleed, we mourn, and we die. But we'll always be there when you need us most. Sleep well tonight. Because we are watching over you. single thing about rodeo in there just that whole i mean it's just so powerful wow. well and that's really what's important is it, we have a downhill skier in our organization we have people that never rodeoed before just people that like to watch it on tv mm-hmm. that to be in our organization you have to have served because that's our focus a lot of people in our organization do rodeo um some have retired some just want to try it so sometimes we get like we put on bull riding clinics and team roping clinics if you've never done it before want to go try it one time so we do that and other people do it for ptsd right. um you know especially when you have these guys who have been in combat they're used to this adrenaline rush so getting on the back of a bull or in the back of a horse and flying down an arena um, it definitely helps a ton. In fact we were being honored at one of the pbr velocity events numerous years in a row we did the halftime show we had some of our guys ride bulls and uh, Flint was interviewing them uh, before they rode. And the one guy said, you know, this is my quiet place on the back of a bull. <laughs> and Flint, if, if you guys have ever watched Flint, he's like, you hear that, boys? This is his quiet place. <laughs> but it is. Yeah, it's, you know. Marbles, you see them? Hey, Pepper. The Pepper now, Stewart Show. That's who I used to, well, I kind of am still his agent, huh, Pepper? <laughs> so, glad to see he's on here. He is uh, he is uh, one of the first um, podcast shows in the rodeo industry, period. So he's it a pretty cool guy. He's one of the first, oh, man, I just lost it. He's credited with being the first live global rural interactive TV talk show. Say that yeah. 10 times. Which laid the groundwork for programming you see today on multiple rural networks. When I would go help co-host a show in Dallas, I would always say horrible things. And I didn't realize I was saying it. Like my, I would get home and I'd be like, why was he laughing, honey? And my husband would be like, honey, do you realize like the innuendo thing that you said during this part? I was like, no, I didn't know. I mean, it was nonstop. Professional pepper. I, oh, I would say stupid stuff. Oh my gosh. It was like totally sexual. And I didn't know, you know, and I was just so naive. Who's who's responding for yeah. warriors and me? I feel like I got you here and I yeah. got that. I gotta <laughs> respond to your fans uh, here. She's a linguist, she bro. She's a multitasker. That's right. Queen. Yeah. Well, I typed that while the video was playing, and then I ah. waited till the video was done. So. There you go. Pepper. Yeah. That video, uh, whoever whoever put that together, was just phenomenal. Yeah. Well, it was my oldest son. 
He, oh, wow. uh, oh, really? Yep, nice. yep. He, he does that, and he um, I helped co-produce a movie um, called Surfers wow. and Cowboys. Yep, got to fly to Hawaii, go to Oklahoma, and help put that together. It was an incredible experience. Really don't care to ever do it again. But it was fun one time. And so he did a lot of work for them with his drone and different things. So he's very detailed. But he's also a federal law enforcement officer. Right, that's what you're saying. Uh, and he's playing yeah. Xbox right now, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. With my other two kids, he's flown and doing some flight training here. He's going to become a federal law enforcement pilot. Oh, that's and cool. then uh, my daughter's in the Air Force, uh, B-52 crew chief. Oh, um, wow. Yep, yeah, wow. yeah, that's a tough job. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. I mean, like everyone says, join the... Yeah, she's like, you just use a hammer, mom. <laughs> like, what? It doesn't work. What? It'll fit. I'm serious. Anyways. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. I just saw, I was just watching in, on, on TikTok of all things, the story of the lieutenant colonel who ended up crashing, but he was known mm. as like some crazy, like he would fly B-52s and, and turn them super fast all the time and he was Yikes. like he was being labeled yeah. as kind of out of control and and then there was another lieutenant colonel who asked to be on all his flights because he felt he could control him and then of course the next flight they were on he ended up crashing and you know took oh, out wow. everybody at an air show but he uh oh, yeah it was a whole it was a b-52 and he was i guess like banking it at like 60 percent which is like the wings and all that on a b-52 can't handle Mm -hmm. So it, it just wow. took it into a, a like a dive, and he was low too. It was, Scary. There's video of it because it was, I think, late '90s. Mm. It was like, apparently he was a pretty gotcha. famous pilot. Your daughter probably would know. Yeah. Being a B-52. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they call it rolling coal. They're rolling coal. So yeah. for those Air Force guys oh, out God. there. Before it was cool. Yeah, rolling the the yeah rolling coal. The black smoke that comes out oh, of the yeah. back of a B fifty two looks like it's just coal is rolling through the well, sky. A bunch of black so soot. Big. I mean, it's like taking a whole plane, putting it together, and putting it up in the sky. They're so big. Yeah, yeah. My bunch son is in the army. He. Family. Yeah, my son's in the army right now. He is a eleven Bravo infantryman. Uh, so we're real proud of him. Yeah, nice. and I have six kids total. Uh, so we've got quite the crew and yeah. very thankful. They volunteer a lot for Warriors and Rodeo, incredible young people that have done so much for the organization. Wait, do they volunteer or are they voluntold? Voluntold. <laughs> They're voluntold. <Come> <laughs> well, you know, mom swings the pod a little bit sometimes. My but. wife and I volunteer. We do a lot of things. I mean, we do sober grad. And then once once our kids, you know, once they all reach 21 and they can come back and help, we're like, hey, so you're going to help at sober grad because it's an all night thing. So you can come back. So we've got the oldest. Unfortunately, our other two live farther away. So I don't think they'll be helping. But I think they did that. They before. they get voluntold. <laughs> they did that. Before. Yeah, exactly. We could, we could turn this into like a three month the Smith family contagion yeah, effect talk, show. Talk to every just member. Start, just yeah. Pound, yeah. Just. <laughs> Just yeah, you'd hear some bad stuff. stories about me. You'd be like, we're not having her back well, on. He did tell us about your husband farting. Yeah, our Winnie Moon, the Navy Seals. And oh, I know, oh, I know. He's something. <laughs> well, they would, yeah, they would do up because we're on uh, Coronado. We we're in Imperial oh, Beach down in the elephant cage, if anyone knows where that is. And the Navy SEALs, they would they would do operations on our base at night for training. And so when they they'd tell us when they were. And uh, my husband would go up on the roof and him and his buddies would moon them and stuff. So, I mean, just, you know, Navy stuff, Navy stuff. But, but yeah, you know, um, I'm excited for Warriors and Rodeo this year. Um, we have a 
a good year. Um, you mentioned earlier about my health condition and then COVID, the two years of COVID. And then I didn't know I had a brain tumor. Um, so I had, um, I was real sick and I, I was really ha- struggling leading Warriors and Rodeo. And uh, just because my memory was going and um, just having a lot of brain issues. Of course, I didn't know I had a tumor. Um, And there were some events I just had to cancel. I couldn't go to and I didn't understand why. Uh, And then I ended up and I went to the VA for therapy. Um, I went through all their therapy programs. Um, They put me on uh, antidepressants um, saying I was depressed. And, 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 you know, yep. And uh, finally, it took a grandma seizure. And me going to the emergency room for them to figure out that I had a brain tumor. And then my brain was swelling at that point. Mm. And the tumor had actually grown into my brain, which sucks. But um, so I had emergency surgery. And uh, so it was crazy, you know, because I, I remember the month before I was sending out a bunch of Wrangler shirts to our guys. And I was I had a ball laid on the table like, oh, crap who are these supposed to go to? I can't remember. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I was like, and then, you know, like six months later, I'm like, Hey, I'm really sorry. Like I had a brain tumor, you know, kind of forgot. Didn't know I was supposed to send it to. Right. But then as time went on, I just didn't know if I could run the organization anymore. And it was joked that, Hey, now you're one of us, you know, you have brain damage. You can lead from the front, you know, cause a lot of guys suffer from TBI. And so we joke about it, you know, cause we have horrible sense of humor, but, um, I certainly do understand a little bit better now about brain injury. Um, and so I do feel like I can lead from the front a little bit better as far as memory issues. So many of our people in our organization have been such a support for me now, And telling me like, hey, Sherry, you know, we have that memory problem, too. And, you know, this is what we do or this is what we've done to help or, you know, screw it. Who cares? You know, just forget. (laughs) You know, it depends on the person. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, you you get to a point where you just, hey. Like, well, what are you going to do? Here. You can't change yeah. it. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the stimulation, the overstimulation, trouble dealing with people more, my, you know, frustration and anger. I never had anger. And I like, I told off somebody this past summer. I've never told anybody off in my life. Welcome and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just felt like Sean Day. Right, Tonto? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> shout out to Sean Day. I got a big mouth like you, buddy. But anyway, no, I, I could I'm never match Sean Day. <laughs> <laughs> I could never match his mouth. Oh, there's my cat. But um, anyways, so um, yeah, so that's been interesting. I've tried to step down a couple of times and they just are like, Sherry, you know, we want you, you know, because I, I genuinely love, I always say I love all our members, but one and they know who they are. But, <laughs> you know, him and I have gone around and around a couple of times. But um, I tell you what, I he's one of my favorite members and I would be just tore up if I ever lost him. But, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, there's Chris Harrington. I tell you what, Chris Harrington's on there. He's got a story. He's going blind. And he got on a bull, a bronc, steer wrestling this past fall at a rodeo oh, uh, called PAFRA, and Professional Armed Forces Rodeo Association. And, um, and uh, he's on our board of directors. And wow. he is doing tandem biking for so people, veterans that are going blind. So they get someone to ride on the front of the bike right. and then they can go on the back. They'll go like 30, 40 miles at a time. It's crazy. I can't even do that just on my own. That is but, uh, but cool. yes. I mean, then they get that yeah. and they get to have that experience. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. But yeah, he, he wrote all those uh, this past fall. And so we were really excited. Yeah, two blind guys on a 
one bike. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> Anyways. You're getting these faster than I am. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's all right. But I'm just laughing. I'm like, man, yeah. like, your internet's going quick. You must be close yeah. to the source or something. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. The more brain damage isn't really going to hurt me. <laughs> but, uh, there? You know, yeah. yeah, I have a titanium plate. Like, That's I'm like, I am legit. Now, my really? husband had brain surgery too, oh, wow. which is crazy. Yeah. He had nerve wow. damage on his head from a Navy doctor. So we dealt with the VA for 13 years, uh, trigeminal neurologist considered the worst pain known to man and so he had that for 13 years almost died multiple times and mm. after five surgeries through the va um they finally uh just clipped the nerve in his head and so he's numb on the side of his face of course he told the doctor the doctor's like you know you could get a droopy face and all this and my husband's like well, i'm already married what does it matter <laughs> like, yeah, right, babe. i love you i love you i'd rather him quit farting so much and have a droopy face no, I think he needs that. Don't clip that one. Yeah, oh, gosh. Oh, somebody, please. At least with the dinner table. But anyways, so, yeah, so we both have had brain surgery. But I think, too, like, that's what makes me unique to Run Wars because I, I can identify as a veteran. I've helped my husband, who is a disabled veteran, um, through the VA. Um, and now I've had a brain tumor and brain surgery, so brain injury. Um my children serves some my spouse, some a veteran, disabled, dealt with the VA, went through all their counseling, you know. I mean, I guess it helped me some. But anyway, <laughs> certainly didn't help me find the tumor. Well, I mean but, it's it's yeah, it's taking you down a road and you learn from it whether whether they're helping you or not, you've learned from it mm -hmm, your own way. So right. and made it But I yeah. Wow. But I'd like to take a minute because I, I don't want to talk anymore about myself really. No, um I have a really cool really thing. But I really, um, we've got some incredible people in our organization, you know, men and women who have done so much for our country. Um, you know, we've got Army Rangers, we've got Green Beret, we've got uh, Navy SEALs, we've got tons of actively serving. We have people going overseas deployed. Um, we've prevented over 30 suicides that I know of. Um, so that's uh, been incredible. It, that kind of came about... Um, just kind of organically. It wasn't something we planned. I didn't know what war was going to become. And, um, you know, we talk about PTSD when people lose people. And I, I started to have PTSD over the suicide prevention side of the organization. But in a, in a good way, I would um, lay down sometimes and just see the faces of all the people that we had saved. And it was just incredible. And I got to meet, well, I remember the first time I met, it was our first suicide prevention and it was a tough night, but what's really cool is I get to know a lot of our members. So I know who will connect with who. And so like this guy, he had the gun and everything. Um, but uh, I connected him with one of our members who had a similar experience, which was a very intense one and um, in, in combat. And so he was able to talk him through it. Um, well, I got to meet him at PBR finals a couple years later. <gasps> Talk about tough. I mean, like I held it together, but right. I mean, just to look at these people and say they wouldn't be here and they'll yeah. tell me that we wouldn't be here without warriors and rodeo. Yeah. In fact, um, one of the um, guys on the chat right now, he told me that this past October that he to add him to the list of somebody saved from our organization. And um, he doesn't know this, he's gonna find out right now. But um, I held it together, I didn't cry in front of him, but I cried so much after 
because when you get to see them face to face and and know that um you know they're alive because and they say that to me i mean it's not something i'm assuming or but um it's just very humbling um and such a responsibility um but you know one thing that is so important i'm saying this to all everybody not just military first responders but you know suicide is too prevalent in every aspect of our of our world of our nation but you know we we need to have a toolbox and warriors and rodeo is one tool in a toolbox but like your show is a tool in in these people's toolbox and we got to have a lot of tools in there take one out the one that fits when you need it the one that's going to do the job but you can't count on one person you can't count on one organization or you know one group of people or just the va you know you got to have a a really solid group of people around you and organizations we all play a role so you know fill up your toolbox and don't just count on one tool for everything and won't do the job and you guys have the war protection team yeah it's legit i love i love i mean and that just goes along with kind of everything you're saying Mm -hmm. and i appreciate you saying even about us but we're i don't know if you listened to the whole or how much you got to listen to last week but um tom who's on we're actually all Mm -hmm. working on a tool um that we're hoping can widen the space that starts to make you know a project like yours where you know, slowly, unless you're into the warrior, it, it, you know, maybe you're not in the rodeo world. You don't know about you guys until we learn right. from somebody else. Right. Uh, right. And then somebody else learns about you. We're hoping to build a tool um, where our world gets a little smaller and we make mm. that all a little closer. And that's right. all, you know, within within seconds um, mm-hmm. so that we can hopefully gain those those seconds we need with some of these these guys and girls that are are you know, unfortunately taking the road least traveled or, you know, however right. you want to say it. So, um, that's amazing. I was, I was reading all or if you want to talk to it, um, about the war protection team. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, I'm so excited about them. It's a group of, um, they're all army, this group that we have right now mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, they're bullfighters. And so they go into the arena and are willing to put their lives on the line for the bull riders. They're super important in the arena. And they, for us, when we put somebody on a team like that, they have to be able to do their job too, because it's very important. So like, we'll, we'll do clinics. So we'll have a bull riding clinic uh, for our members, but we want to have excellent bullfighters there to protect them because some of them have to go back to active duty. So our bullfighting team, uh, they're a great group of guys. Um, and they went to, they've gone to PAFRA two years in a row now. And then this year we're hoping to expand to more events that they can go to. Um, but it, you know, it's an incredible opportunity at, at, like at PAFRA, they protect all military bull riders. Of course they did a lot more than the bull riders, believe me, they worked their butts <laughs> off. Holy right. cow. I, I was there too. And when I got there, cause no one has really seen me since the brain surgery and those bullfighters came up out of the arena and met me in the stands oh, and just awesome. hugged me. And I just, I've never, besides my family, of course, just felt so loved in my life. It was the most incredible weekend for me. And just, just to have, you know, people rally around, around leaders, around volunteers. And, um, you know, cause you guys know too, you know, you put a lot of hours in and a lot of time and it's pretty cool to, to feel so loved like that. So Tonto was one of them. I mean, he just is incredible. And, um, 
Julie cares about you last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but yeah, our bullfighting team's awesome and they did a great job there, but we, we put on clinics so that we, you know, with warriors and rodeo, when I first started, it was, we want to help them professionally and personally. So like right now, you know, we've got a guy, a bull rider who was Marine Corps and he's getting some sponsors. So part of being Warriors and Rodeo, I give some of my agent work for free. I always joke, once you're in the top 35, you sign a contract. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it for free till then. (laughs) But anyways, we haven't had anyone get the top 35 yet. But anyways, um, so yes, I helped him put a contract together. I've got another guy too who has two potential sponsors coming up. So I just kind of help protect him in that area. Um, And so, yeah, so it's kind of some of what we do for these guys. And so like the bullfighters, you know, we get them their clinics try to help them out in any way that we can get sponsors for their um the event and stuff there's a section here on the website and um, i don't mean to throw this blindly at you but it's the navajo national team roping clinic oh yeah the navajo nation team roping clinic it was incredible we did it last year and we're doing it again this year so we had it was really cool we have a marine corps he's a former well they're always marine corps a marine and uh he's an fbi agent and uh, then we have another member who was Marine Corps also. He worked on planes. And so he's a Navajo nation. He's a Navajo Indian. And um, in the rodeo world, mostly they're, they still call Indians and Native Americans. So it's not politically incorrect there. Anyways, so, um, so they got together um, and we talked and decided it would be a really cool thing to do that for the Navajo nation. And so last year was incredible success. We had three of the top team ropers in the world come and they're all Navajo, which is so cool. So we had Navajo uh, Native Americans come out of the woodwork to come to this clinic and people that normally maybe wouldn't come out. Um, And so then they, just like you guys know, they network, they form relationships. uh, They remember, they see how much we appreciate them, that even the top team ropers in the world will come spend a day with them. And um, they realize that they're how valuable they are even to us. And so by doing that, um, that's where those relationships are formed that later in those dark moments, they can be there for each other. And that's a lot of where the suicide prevention comes, but not, you know, uh, sometimes it's just having a good time, making good friends. You know, it, it's not every veteran suicidal, you know, we got to remember that. And uh, so a lot of it's just, they make, they make good friends. They stay at each other's houses. They ride places together. They, they become super close and it's really fun for me to get to watch all these relationships that are made. I love Chris's comment because saying the best bullfighters are combat vets. I mean, (laughs) a bull seems pretty easy after you're dodging bullets and, and, you know, IEDs and pounds. Yeah. I mean, even though a bull is no joke, but. And, and I don't know if I, you were on when I talked about my barrel horse experience, uh, but I, I, I'm from Oakdale. Like I, I grew up my senior, my couple of years of high school were in Oakdale. I don't know if you've done the Oakdale rodeo. Uh-uh. Okay. So Oakdale is, it's actually called the cowboy capital of the world here uh, because they have one of the, the largest rodeos, um, at least in California. Uh, but what's funny is, we were friends with somebody and I got on a barrel horse and didn't know by the pressure of your legs. So I'm holding on with my legs, pressing harder mm-hmm. and it's going faster. And yeah, it just turned into a bad situation. I, yeah, I did that once when I was in high school. Wow. I was going around the arena so fast. I'm like, what the crap do you do? I mean, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Yeah. It's really interesting. 
never been. Yeah, on well, you know, we right, probably well, need to. Sherry's no. gonna get you on one now, bro. <laughs> There's those horses at Walmart. Oh hell no, I'm done. That's what I'm saying. The <laughs> horse is gonna like, be like, nah. nope. <laughs> no, no. They see us walking up. They're gonna be like, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Um, but yeah, but the Navajo Nation Clinic's coming up in May again, and we're working on that right now. Yep. So that's coming up. We have a monthly uh, bull riding clinic now. We're um, partnering with a place in Big Sandy, Texas, Pale Horse Ranch. that are owned by two veterans. And so uh, we're doing bull riding clinics and then they can compete in an open. So that's been really cool. Last month was really awesome. Well, this month, I guess the January clinic, because we only had one guy go. And so I contacted the arena owner and I contacted the instructor and I said, okay, we only got one guy coming. It was I had a lot going on in my life. It's just been a little crazy. I mean, my mom was in my home on hospice with stage four cancer and just, it was nuts. And um, so I didn't, I only gave him like five days notice. I thought I had another week. So one guy could come, but I called the arena owner who, like I said, is a combat veteran and, and then the instructor is, and they said, no, Sherry, we'll do it for one guy. No problem. We'll, we'll be there for one guy. And so, and that one guy appreciated, he's Marine. He appreciated so much. He got medically discharged. And then um, right. so he, and he rides bulls a ton. And, um, so it, it just was really cool. And it was such a great example of our organization. Cause it may not be 200 people at an event. It may just be one and we'll do it for the one. And so I was so, so proud of them. Cool. I was so proud of our bullfighting team. They were such a representation of us. I mean, we just have such incredible members that make it what it is. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. I love, yeah. I love the comment. I, my barrel yeah. run of Afra. I got an award for worst run. LOL. But I'm kind of blind. He to, is. I have to watch myself whenever because I'm reading it, laughing. And she tell me a story with her I, mom about this. Well, that's hands. it. That's what the You're all good. They can get so real quick, because I want to make this a clip later on. Is <laughs> I want to. I do. I'm gonna make it a clip. Warriors and Rodeo Navajo Nation Team Roping Clinic, May 14th, 15th. Oh shit! I already messed up. That's 2020. Okay, reset. <laughs> I think it's the seventh and eighth, or sixth or seventh, or something. Come on, dude. Damn. Come on. Look at. We'll just I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. I, I don't remember. I do, but it's. I can't remember. Warriors and Rodeo Navajo Nation Team Roping Clinic, May sixth and seventh, 2023. There you go. Uh, at the Dean C. Jackson Memorial Arena, Navajo Nation Fairgrounds, Window Rock, Arizona. That's right. It's going to be awesome. Nice. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. It's really an honor to to get to work with them. We're going to have to send out some business cards, man. All this connections and <laughs> Well, you know, that's why that's why I said I think with with our tool this is definitely going on the radar. Oh, for sure. of what's going to be part of it because we're just if if somebody has the opportunity to to touch somebody in a different yeah. way and something to their heart and something that's passionate to them. Yeah. You know, this is another road you can go down and and what a great group and i mean like we said go check out warmissions.org there is a lot uh, yeah. sherry and well, and, and you go back to what sherry was <sighs> I mean, she had brain surgery and then comes back and everyone's pushing her to do it the support that she's getting because the, the support that she's shown everyone else right, right? and I'm, I'm 
I don't know what's going on, but I'm, my words are real strung out right now. <laughs> um, but like I said, you know, there's a couple, you know, there's Chris and, and Tonto that are in the chat. I'm like, dude, I want to send, like, send me your email. Thanks, like, Tonto. like, let's send me a message. Let's hook up and, and, and let me fill up my Absolutely. February calendar for we the need contagion. to get Tonto on here. That's what I'm saying. I know he, he messaged me and I've lost it for some reason. And Chris. Um, and and yeah, I, I was trying to look up Chris Harrington, and I'm like, I got my buddy Matt Harrington. I'm like, don't do the drummer, but yeah, no, I mean, but, oh, but yeah. that's the good thing. It's a community, right? I mean, obviously we, we branched off a bit, um, and and so that's what we love about what we do is no, we weren't veterans, but we're finding out these stories, and I'm just like, oh, mm -hmm. dude, like. Like, let's just keep these stories alive, you know? Right. Um, oh, yeah. And I like our, we have two VPs. They had another one come on board after my brain surgery. They're like, let's get you some more help, Sherry. Yeah. So one of our VPs, Cold Ainsworth, he's a DJ. He rode bulls. He was in the Air Force. And um, so he'll go to some rodeo events for us and he'll DJ for them for free. And, you know, he's, he's pretty awesome. He does war gaming. Okay. I got to talk about war gaming That's real what, quick. Yeah, so war gaming is so, another side I know. of you guys. Like, like we'll do anything. Like if somebody <laughs> wants to do it, we're like, I take it to the board. Okay. My board is an active duty chief warrant officer in the army who is getting ready to deploy again. Oh, and wow. he trained, he was trained to Romanian forces last year, which was pretty legit. <laughs> wow. Anyways. Yeah. So, and then our, and then Colt air force veteran. And he, he's like, Hey, I like to play the games. I'm like, well, do something with it, man. I mean, like, what yeah. are you going to do? And so he has built it up. We were just on the phone today. He's got a jersey all designed and he's well, getting and patches. And... Got his little creator oh, badge. Yeah, I know. He's going to an event. Uh, he does a bunch. Like, he goes to, he, he does a ton for Warriors. No, Colt is like, I, he, yeah, he's oh, amazing. It, oh, so it's Colt who is also one of your, your protection team. Oh no, that's Colt Stagel. Okay. He is, he was in Alaska. He just got out of the army. I think he just got out. He was a, a paratrooper up in Alaska oh. with Tonto. Nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. We should get him hooked up with 22 Mohawks. Yeah. They're we're trying 22 to... jump. So they do a jump. 22 Mohawks does a jump and we're trying to get it to where we can get somebody in every state yeah. to jump. Oh, that's at cool. A time, at at a certain time. Wow. And it's all for wow. you know, the, to represent veteran suicide. That's and, cool. And, and, that's yeah. cool. No, it would be yeah. cool to get one person in every state at least i'm not jumping right no gravity works i'll jump off the ground but it makes my head hurt so my side of my head goes numb it's really weird like i yeah yeah i can't do that but i gotta say our other board members one is an army ranger and if you watch our other video that we have he gives his story it made me cry every time okay you're like sure you're a ball baby we've heard that a lot but i really do and when he talks about the diaper and I just like it, I was like, holy cow, I I'll want to do anything I'll I can for this man. We'll, we'll put a link. I'll share yeah. And, link and, on, and on that video, he the guy who made it for us, he did forget to say first responders also. But it was in the beginning of war. And so that was OK. But um, anyways, and then uh, we have another board member who is um, really top secret what he does. He's active yeah. duty yeah. and it's as legit as you get. I love hearing his stories. He's like, it's rated G, non-classified chair. It's all you get to know. And I'm like, dang, man. So, I mean, we're talking like, you know, the movies and stuff. So it's pretty cool. So he's our other board member. <laughs> I know. I don't know what I can take. So I'm not going to say anything. I mean, it might be fine for me to say other stuff. I don't know. But so we've got some, someday. yeah, someday. right. So we've got, we've got just incredible people that do so much. I'm so fortunate. You know, I get these, we've got guys that are heading over and so, you know, in all different European countries and we'll send care packages. We had a guy over there and, um, helped a, a whole 
this whole platoon, some of them were really struggling. So we were messaging and trying to help them through some of those hard times. And another guy who lots in Afghanistan. In fact, at same thing at Pafra, I got to meet one of the guys who uh, has had some rough times and he took a American flag on 41 missions while he's in Afghanistan oh, for oh, wow. me and for our, for our warriors and radio. So he didn't want to go into the building at the event. And so I met him on the parking lot. And so I missed the bank, the award ceremony at the event, but I, there's nowhere I would have rather been than with this guy. Yeah. We stood there for 45 minutes. I'd never met him face to face before. And when you spend hours with people on the phone or chatting um, and uh, you know, for him to have gone through what he went through and to be presented that flag. Wow. I mean, <laughs> wow. You know, it was, pretty incredible but but yeah I and mean, there's just so many incredible people <laughs> interesting how many active duty you have just helping you that's, that's oh jeez a ton of active it seems like everybody i know it's just there's got a little I mean, bit there, from every branch from, i mean that's it's it, a family i say it will yeah it is a family it is um and uh, that's it's awesome it really is and you know we like with all families you have some people that are just really tough to deal with <laughs> it's most of us but you know when you're talking about and you know who you are yeah bro yeah <laughs> but um bro. i think as everyone comes from the same background it's easier to to have that grace and mercy for each other so it's, well, you understand the story a little bit better right i mean it's if, if you understand the story, then you can you can go along a little bit better and understand where they've been, why they do the things they do. I right, right, absolutely. Yeah, and it it can get intense. It can get real intense real quick. And um, there you go, Chris, one hundred percent family. Yeah, Mexico, New Mexico, Mexico this year. Yeah, that's that would be cool, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, isn't that the one in May? No, no, they're, this is a completely different organization. They put okay. on a rodeo event once a year okay. that has all military path, right? Yep. Okay. Where's so when is that one? It, this year it's, uh, in October, early November. I don't know what the dates are this year. So that'll be, um, all military. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. November, so lots of great go. events out there. Yep. There's, there's a few military organizations out there that are in rodeo. That's why I always joke. I'm like, what was I thinking? Military first responders and rodeo. I'm like, that's the wildest, craziest bunch you're going to well, get out there. That's that's some of the most extreme things you could be, right? I mean, to do. Like, yeah. Always flowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adrenaline yeah. Is always going. Right. And, and, you know, we have just all different kinds of ranching also stock contractors, uh, bucking bull, uh, bucking bull pro is one of our biggest supporters and he's also army cab. Um, so oh, wow. it's really cool. Um, great supporter, great company. He's also a paramedic firefighter. So, um, we have, uh, where we give away buckles. Um, and usually you have to earn a buckle by winning a rodeo event. Um, I feel our, this is my personal opinion. I'm extremely patriotic. <laughs> I feel my service buckles that we give are better than a world champion PBR buckle. And I'll say that to PBR's face. Anyways, but, you know, they get it for, for their sacrifice for our country. We've only given a handful of them out so far. But one was to uh, the owner of Bucking Bull Pro. Yeah, there's, well, there's a buckle for sale. Oh, that's what I have a couple of shirts and hats yep. in, in the in the cart. I have to. Uh, oh, have to check it out. the buckle's uh, nice even in there with the flag on it. It's, 
Yeah. It's real nice. And Clovis, New Mexico, yep. correct me if I'm wrong. It's close to Am not Amarillo, Texas. Uh, Tonto a, might know. Yeah, I have a buddy that lives there. Tonto's know. waiting on his. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you order one, Tonto, or are we giving you a service book? I can't remember. You got to win it, right? <laughs> yeah. No well, way. and yeah. So we, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we uh, have some really awesome, awesome people in the organization that do so much. So many volunteers like Tonto and Chris and, and uh, you know, we have to have the volunteers and, you know, we can only do so much. And, right. and kind of one of my mottos is we can't help everybody. We can't, um, but we can help some. And so um, we can't meet everybody's needs. Uh, there was a time in war where some of our members became too dependent on it. It was like the answer for their daily needs because our Facebook group was really active before Facebook did all their al algorithms. And so sometimes they would wake up in the morning and look in the Facebook to see what was posted um, in the group. And um, it just, it's a, it's a something we can't maintain. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I have to make sure, you know, that everyone knows that no nonprofit, no organization is the answer. They're not. You know, they're they're there for a season for a tool in a toolbox. Right. Um, so, you know, we just you have to remember to to not put all your eggs in one basket. Right. So branch you're out a little bit, to talk bridge. to different people. You're there to be a bridge, right? Take them to that to that next right. positive step. So and and some point they'll they figure it out, I hope so. It's, I get it. Right. Sherry, I look all fancy holding it. Like Sorry, it. it's like cutting. I, like I feel like I'm holding an ice cream with the way it, with this is. Yeah. So, Sherry, I know your your family's all held hostage playing games and, <laughs> uh, you know, locked up in, in another room so they don't so they don't interrupt the show, which we appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Because we've had we've had some interesting things. We've had deliveries yeah. of cookies. We've had deliveries of alcohol. Oh. <laughs> a couple times yeah which is fun actually yeah. uh, a baby i mean she didn't have a baby yeah, but, but a baby was brought in yes uh a handoff <laughs> as you would leave us with some with one more thing you know just so everybody knows a, a little more about war and and why war exists Shit. you're good I liked it that sorry it, it was no big deal sorry i'm it's cutting in and out a little bit for some reason uh-oh it's been so I'm trying a to, technical yeah, night. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. So, so basically, kind of bring out your, your one takeaway from today. Explain a little bit about war. Or what's the one thing that you're really striving for at war? I'm having a hard time hearing you. Oh, I think, okay. did you say, like, one thing that I want to share? Yes. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Um, I think the biggest thing is to, to reach out. You know, get outside of your comfort zone. Talk to somebody. Maybe, maybe they need it. You know, I, I think the biggest thing is when we're in our hard times, that's the time to serve. You don't wait till you feel better. You don't wait till you feel like it. You know, you you have to reach out. And people who serve need to continue serving. Get out and help somebody. Volunteer. That's the best way to feel better. And you just gotta make yourself do it. You know, we did it once. We went through basic. We went through training we went through all the garbage of being in the military and putting up with a bunch of bull crap constantly right so you know what we can do it and so i just encourage everyone to rise up make a phone call send a text and for me like after my brain surgery um 
I started to serve again. And even though I only had a little bit to give, it was something. And um, we all have something we can do for somebody. And it doesn't have to be a hundred people or a thousand people. It can be one. And uh, so do it. Awesome. That's beautiful. Forward March. There you it's go. My marching call. <laughs> well, hopefully you can you can hear us better again. We so appreciate your time. Um, thank you for everything you're doing with war. Uh, thank you for your family. You know, locking yeah. up in the room to to make this all happen. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you much. For well, thank you us. for having. Sorry. No, you're good. I was just thanking you for joining us. It's awesome. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, I haven't gotten out and done a lot yet, so this was really good for me too. Well, good. And uh, thanks for the opportunity. And and it's an amazing organization and amazing people. So uh, thank you for letting me talk about them some. And and I always love to do that. <laughs> well, and I'll update the notes for the show and and put you know the the website. Uh, I, I definitely want to tag that video, and then I'm gonna look for the other video you you talked about. Um, and tag that one as well, just so people can see uh, what Warriors and Rodeo is all about. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. And and, and hey, and if you do gaming, get on Twitch and follow War Gaming because Colt is War. rocking it. <laughs> what does he play? Call yep. of Duty or something else? Uh, yeah, Call of Duty does a bunch of different stuff, and I think okay. it's I think he does it the War Ga Warriors and Rodeo, yeah, and then is, War Gaming. At Warriors and Rodeo, it's on on the website, which I'll tag. I'll make sure I tag that as well since we're talking about it. So it's twitch.tv forward slash Warriors and Rodeo for all of you gamers yeah. out there. Gamers. Yeah, gamers. follow him. Help us build that up. I mean, we're we're going for it, you know. So it's uh. We appreciate your help with that. Get the word out on that too. And so we can start networking and making something out of that also. There you go. Like Tonto says, heck yeah, everything war. <laughs> and if people just joined us and they didn't know what war meant, they're like, Man. why are these guys talking about Man, war, war so much? They're, they're so happy about war. Stupid guys don't know what to talk about. <laughs> and unfortunately, <laughs> Sherry can't help her here as well. So Sherry, thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. We appreciate your time. <laughs> if you could hear us. Bye. Oh, I know. I, right. I'm i sorry. Good. I don't know what's happening. It's I'm so good. sorry. It's all good. See you later. Maybe they're on the cloud on Xbox. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. All, all right. of our stuff's still going just dandy. So, all right. Thank yeah. you, Sherry. Thank you night. so much. Bye. I appreciate it. Good all night. Right. Bye. I don't know what happened. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to go watch this back right now to go yeah. see what the heck's going on. Well, I'm glad she got her information. I mean, that was she a did. lot of stuff. Luckily, luckily <laughs> that didn't happen till the end, so yeah. we're, we're no, okay. That's a, that's a huge organization, man. They they a lot of reach out and a lot of veterans giving back. You yeah. know, no, I mean, active even you know retired out. I mean, geez, the amount of of active which yeah. is what oh. surprised me is the amount of active duty. Yeah. Um, guys and, and girls that are helping out. So that that's amazing. Um, you know, the rodeo world is obviously, I knew about it living in Oakdale, but it's never been a big thing to me. Right. Um, so to <clears> hear <throat> how important it is to some of the veteran world is 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 heartwarming, right? Yeah. So. And my buddy Anibal, the, the, the reason why Clovis, New Mexico, stuck, stuck in my head was Anibal, uh, he lives right there in Texas, 
in Amarillo, and it's only like about that much on the map. It's only that far on the map. So oh. It's probably like 200 miles, but it's only that far on the map. <laughs> it's <laughs> like <know>? five minutes. <laughs> I, I really think it's it's cl- it, it, I know it's closer than than 200 miles. Right, it's closer, but I, that Clovis. Well, Mexico, that's like like the whole Nebraska Colorado <clears throat> thing yeah. that you were saying, like. What? Yeah. That never sounds right every time we say yeah. it. Yeah. Go check out our sponsors, Angelic Wines, angelicwines.com. Thank you, Mike. Tamra Polito. Go to tamrapolito.com. <laughs> you want me to? Yeah. <laughs> You're way Tamra, I was like, uh. You already went. Yeah. <laughs> tamrapolitomortgage.com. No, Tamra. Tamrapolitomortgage.com. Tamra oh, yeah, it could be something else. That's That weirds me out. Tamarapolitomortgage.com. I don't know if you, if you type in tamarapolito.com. I don't know what's going to pop up there, but tamarapolitomortgage.com. Angelic Wines. Go check out our, our, our awesome And then, sponsors. of course, our, our guy, Gary. And Miller's Mobile Tax <laughs> Service. I'm getting on the phone right now because I've got a voicemail and I got a text message saying, oh, do you? hey, uh, yeah, we've got to reschedule <coughs> you Excuse and me. let me know And because I remember I got the voicemail. Oh. Yeah. Oops. So. All it's right. all good. Well, I apologize. It's all good, Eric, y'all. Welcome hey. back. Deuces, buddy. Deuces, buddy.